Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences as this show contains adult themes. Not those kind of adult themes. Um, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. Tell me why I'm so Listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Hi there, I'm Brittany. This is Jermaine, Heather, Taylor, Donatella, and Francine. And this absolute gift from the heavens is Crystal. We're here on her bachelorette party. Can you do one of your magic happy readings for good luck brides? Please? Oh, uh, sure. Let me know just uh, one second, a little, little... Now, very good. <laughs> very well. Oh, the guards. Oh, they're so interesting. So beautiful and radiant. They are... Oh, they are not about you, Crystal. Hmm. It seems these guards tell the tale of another customer. A handsome and sly fellow. Well-dressed. A fine eye for cute meats, I might add. He's getting a visit that, oh crap, I forgot to warn him. Tell him that the Empress was going to be dropping by with big news and bigger problems. Oh, I better get a hurry if I'm actually going to catch him. You have my... Oh, hell no. What about our friend Crystal? Oh, uh, yes, uh, Crystal, of course. Oh, the guards, they very, very clearly say divorce. Yes, there's nothing else in the cards but divorce. Well, best of luck with your wedding. I have got to go. Goodbye. Are you lonely? Miserable? Or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems. Welcome to D8 Services. Devoted desire to dreamier dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Grapers, founder, CEO, and love wizard. And for a limited time only, we're offering an upgrade to our first dates package. For an extra 15 gold pieces, I'll send another D8 customer to the venue of your date to cause trouble. When you throw the first punch, there's a chance they'll eat dirt, and you'll look like a champ in front of the lady or lad of your dreams. In unrelated news, we're offering half off for our regulars this month with our Desperados special package. Now only 14 gold, 9 silver and 10 copper pieces. Let some other putts fork out for the date. You show up and just take over. It's a win-win knockout. If you're here for about that questionnaire thing, I don't know, I asked the question like two episodes ago, something about what's important to have in common or something with your potential boyfriend, girlfriend friend mate um i don't really know how to answer that question surprise right now. um yeah no a pulse is usually a good start for you i awareness you're dating the person usually also a good thing to have can we just skip this one for now thanks um i don't actually have a lot of experience here, but thinking of the question just purely subjectively, I, I think, I think choice. I'm not being clear. Um, a lot of my life has been dictated by someone else. So I think I would want to wake up every morning and know in my heart that I'm choosing to be with that person. And I would want them, not through obligation or responsibility or societal expectations, to choose to be with me. That might be the longest answer to that question <laughs> I've ever gotten. I 
Jalis, you head back into the hotel and you just see Fia like thrown down on Shay's lounge, her face buried into her hands and just like kind of shaking her head. He has been like job AJ and he's like, so he almost takes like a confident step forward and then realizes he's not confident. Uh, he's like, oh, uh, hmm. and so he kind of waits for uh, what feels like an unnaturally awkward time to him. That's probably only like three seconds. Fee, it's, it's okay. Don't, it's fine. I know you're worried. Um, it's, we'll it, just tell the others. No, it's, it's not, it's not fine though. It's not, it's really not. No. The guard's fine. He's he's okay. Nothing's happened to him. Oh, well, that's good. But that's not what I'm on about. Oh. Well, how about we tell the others um, a change of itinerary today, and then uh, we'll hang back and we can talk. Yeah, about that. Um, my friends are assholes. They told me they were going to go get stuff in the rooms, and they're gone. Oh. Okay. Hmm. And AJ's weighing up, like, his responsibility to keep these people together versus the potential damage that could cause the city in one day. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I don't know what's very well, do you, hon? <laughs> realizes there's an opportunity. Um, and decides not to do anything about this current problem. And goes, well, we can still... I can still do my job. I'm at your behest so anything you want to do today i can show you um if you don't have anything in mind well i can bring you to places that they Wait, wouldn't put on the itinerary like really? um where i grew up and stuff that'd be really cool i also i really really oh really... there's a really old library oh really i was just about to ask because like, i'd really love to see i think it's the oldest ever i think it existed before people did oh my gosh Oh my gosh. And it's just like kind of vibrating now in the chair in excitement. <laughs> we'll have to get guest passes. Um, and we're not allowed to bring the books out. You have to use reading rooms. But uh, they're all having fun. No reason we can't. That sounds really cool. I've also read stories about, it's like the old Galeshire Castle as well. The um, oldie castle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd really love to see that. There's actually, oh, they're still repairing it. Um, but there's sort of a, I'll show you when we get there. This is going to be cool. You, you might like, it's better at night. Um, we can go back. Okay. New plan. Library for, for the morning. Okay. And then maybe, um, hmm. And AJ takes out, takes out notes that he's made. <laughs> uh, there's a cool thing you can do up by the dragon's tears. Um, I was actually going to show Kyle about it. It's, it's, you can tell it your secrets because it's so loud. No one can hear it. Uh, so you can scream anything into the waterfall and no one's going to know. Some people like pray to bad gods there because, you know, it's just them and the and the gods. Um, but if there's anything you want to say out loud, you can say it there. Um, hmm. And then what else? The launch is a bit too far. That's outside of the city. Uh, there's an orchard that's quite nice. I don't know if it's finished. Um, and there's something we could check on the petition. No, that's something for me. That's not for you. Um, What's the petition? Oh, there, um, you know, Capazambal? where I think Kale got its weapons from. He okay. might have gone to the Arklock Arms. Yeah. Uh, well, they are, um, it's city business. It's not, um, but they're running a petition because there's a lot more kind of mass produced weapons and they're trying to gain support with the city to sort of, I don't know, um, protect tradition. Uh, and I meant to say to them. I'd be really interested in that. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind actually bringing my Raven's talent to get someone to have a look at it. Oh. My mom before... There's a bit of magic in it, and she was able to turn it into short, short swords, and I haven't figured out how to do it yet. They'll probably know. And I need to... There's an idea I have for them. So yes, let's do that. So library, Kappa's anvil, then... Um, well, we have the entire day. So uh, we'll swing by the night market on our way up to the lodge. The night market sounds really cool, actually. It's a market at night. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would mind checking that out because I, I want to get something maybe for my brother. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, what else? Well, I can bring you over to Abbey Glen. Uh, that's where some of the temples are. This is Temple of Grog. I, I, brew, I, I grew up there. You, you know you know that. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. You know, I've already told you like every day. Um, <laughs> what? <sighs> Shut up, Adish. <laughs> 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 
and uh, I suppose I could show you the Knights Institute. That's near, um, well, where they do all the kind of business. So maybe if we've got a Kappa's Anvil first, we can swing by uh, the council buildings. We can drop in the petition for them. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring you on a work day. That doesn't seem fun. No, I'd, I'd like to see what you, your life is like here. Okay. Well, it sounds like a plan. Um, library first? Yeah, let's go. Ajelius and Fia, you step out onto the street and like Ajelius, your heart is pounding mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, she's very close. And two, you do not have permission to do this. <laughs> and you're not sure why it's beating faster. Um, but it's definitely, you're convinced because you can hear it in your own head. It is very cold today. It's very, very cold. And you see everyone's kind of bundled up a little bit more. Your breath is catching in the air. And people are kind of hurrying past. People are slipping and skidding on the, the cobblestones. And uh, the first stop on our tour was... Uh, Talix Library and Talix Dan. Ah. Which uh, is not too far. It's like no. You can almost see it from the hotel, I think. Yes, yeah, you can, you can head <laughs> straight. I hate you so much. <laughs> you can. From where you currently are in the city, you can see clearly the Semple, the, the large coliseum mm. dedicated to accolades, the goddess of competition and battle and war and winning and everyone goes there specifically for that reason for that place but there is to to those in the know there's more to Talix town than just the coliseum and the the sports bars around it Talik was one of the great heroes of Galeshire a wizard who preferred the company of books to the company of his companions and uh, here in the uh, this district there are actually libraries museums and galleries stores even that collect rare antiquities uh, magical items curiosities and just random bits and pieces scrolls books diaries journals you name it they have it and if they don't and you name it they'll make it up and find it it's an interesting space because uh, it is this clash of high octane, high energy sports. Rah, and also, hmm, weird little magic thing over there. What's that? Let's go look at that. And you kind of leading Fia towards Talix Town, you are kind of a bit more mindful of the city guard, not because they're a patrol following the heroes, but they if they spot you, they recognize her. You might, people are going to, so you're being a little bit more cautious as you maneuver through it. Uh, you're specifically looking for uh, Talek's library. And depending on who you ask, the place doesn't exist uh, because Talek's library only reveals itself to people it deems worthy of browsing the books and being in that space. You've been loads of times, AJ. Uh, it's like one of your favorite places to go. It's like right there. Can you not see that? <laughs> and people are like, no, that is a field. Uh, I can literally see the field. And when they go to follow you in, you walk into a library. They are standing in a field and cannot understand what your session is and have no vague. It's that weird thing of, yeah, I can still see you. You're in the corner of my eye. And when they look around, they're back on the city street. There's a weird magic about the place. It's quite busy because given its location and stuff like that, there are an awful lot of academics, bookworms, and people who are actively looking to seek it, not always finding it, but it's this tall, scrawny building. The building, the windows are all oddly shaped, some are broken, and there's plants that shouldn't exist here in Gailtar. Growing and growing in pots that are all shapes and sizes. There's a couple of dragon cats that are just perched in a nest on the side of the building. There's a tower, and it's adjacent, hanging from the building that also shouldn't be there because it should technically knock the building over with the size of it. Adjacent. Oh. oh. It's adjacent to me. Hey, you can just leave. <laughs> You're done. Can I? Fun. Uh, 
the steps up to it are all uneven and the handrail is made of birch stone it's warm and sweaty to touch the whole thing is just awkward and odd very much like Talek himself this is why it's Talek's library AJ regales you a lot of this information all of it is just you're taking in every ounce of it and immediately the first thing Fia you know past all the dragon cats the tower the weird plants the first thing that really comes to you Fia is that it looks like a house it doesn't look like any library or potion shop or museum or anything that you would have gone to before or seen before it looks very homey it is it's cozier on the inside too um talk used to maybe still does some people say he used to live here um but now that they're no longer around um it's sort of open to people to use as a library like i said you can't take the books out uh, but they will let us sort of browse um so yeah i so there's a lot of it like maybe his collection then is that what this library is i suppose it probably is yeah hadn't really thought about it that way but they are his books so i suppose that would make it his collection so cool could we go in yeah 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 absolutely um Oh, shoot. And AJ holds back a little bit in his head. He's like, oh, man, I was going to ask her questions, but we're in a library. Oh, I have to be quiet in here. They'll have to wait. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, yeah, after you, after you. You head in, and as you open the door, again, it's it's not a shop door. It's a front door. It's like, it's like literally the front door to someone's house. It creaks and groans. And you are hit with just this warmth air that just washes out at you. And the very, very heavy smell of tea leaves and mothballs and ink and paper and pages and dust. You just like you're looking at Fia, just like my face is like glowing with excitement just to go in and peruse the books. So, oh, yeah. so I am. Um, so I take it you like books. Yeah, I, I do. I like books a lot. It'd be really interesting to see what he has here. Maybe he might have some stuff on the old gods or that. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, I usually just, you know, a couple of cool picture books. And um, it, I'm actually working on something else. Um, but here, look, um, ask at the desk, see what they have. T- take your time. We're here for the morning, so. Okay. Is there any books you want to look at? Oh, no, I'll... um. I'll just accompany you, and I'm sure I'll pick something up. I'll just, uh, anything you recommend, I'll I'll start reading. Um, sure, okay. We'll walk up to, is there a desk in here? There's there? a table, and there's a rather old-looking, surly dragon cat just perched on top of it, just kind of rifling through the pages. I just walk over, and I'm like, hi, uh, excuse me. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering if there's any section with books on the old gods uh-huh whereabouts would it be uh-huh and he just dishes upstairs upstairs uh-huh thank you so much uh-huh <laughs> go and turn head up the stairs to start perusing give me an investigation check okay can i help yeah so what advantage then is it yeah oh thanks why are all your librarians so Useless. I have no idea why. <laughs> I hate Cheval. Cheval. I'm going to put her name in there for making that troublesome. That's that dragon cat Cheval. Okay, fifteen. You're kind of rifling through books. Again, it's not a library. Your libraries have shelves with lists and cards. Or- organized. You're picking up things at random and you pick up one. Uh, there's nothing on the spine of it. Uh, and as you kind of start to rifle through the pages of it, it looks to be a book about every other book that's been written, listed and catalogued reverse alphabetically. Okay. So this is a book about every book ever written. Big, uh, big book of books, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go look for for under H for Hedana first to see if there's anything. Again, there's no cataloging. Oh, you're looking in the in in this book. You clever fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> I thought that's what you handed it to her for. What else did you do with that? Why did? But she always did. 
a list of books. I'm stupid. <laughs> It's basically him, but as the dad. <laughs> <laughs> I stop going, yeah, yeah, and then I'm done. <laughs> I would be genuinely scared, by the way, if someone showed up to my table knowing as much about my world as Ben does. Yeah. It's a really rich world that it's fun to be in. <laughs> yeah. Read the fucking documents. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just no. No, it's not about that. It's like, oh, fuck, now I have to be on top of it as well. <laughs> you are rifling through the book and you're looking through it and you go straight to H. And the first book is Hedonism. Is it so bad? Question mark. And then in parentheses, yes. yes. You just you're flicking through the H section, just looking for anything that mentions Hedonna, but you don't see any mention of her at all. And then AJ just sort of like stepping in, wanting to give a help, you know, wanting to just kind of see what Fia's doing. You're just flicking through with her and just, you know, a second pair of eyes. And there's really, you're, you're not really sure what Fia is looking for. You did hear her say the old ones, the old gods. And just like, as your eyes are scanning and darting from page to page, as Fia is quickly rifling through it, you just see the words, the ones. And Fia moves immediately to the next page. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, the ones. What, where? The here? Just a, a couple of pages back. Okay, and a flick back to find it. Yeah, I, I, again, it's that back and forth and there is a book listed as The Ones Who. The Ones Who. I'm really upset you didn't say Your Ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's just, just the title of the book, oh, yeah. nothing else. The Ones Who. Okay, this is something. Sorry, I'm getting totally sidetracked. Uh, I, no, I, you were literally doing... Th this is the exact track that you were... No, but I mean, like, this is supposed to be a day of fun and I'm doing work kind of stuff. Do you not find it fun? No, it is fun. It is fun for me, but I don't know if it's fun for you just watching me flick through book, like, researching and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's really fun. Um, you don't get to do this a lot. I mean, we've seen, um, seen you scout, and that's impressive. Um, but seeing your research, I... I usually only come in here and pick up, like, new archery styles, 101, 102, um, but there's a lot of them, so... Oh, really? Yeah, uh, there's a cool thing you can do if you stab a sword into the ground and then handstand on the sword and use your feet to fire the bow. It's really impressive. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but it takes some practice. Oh. Well, everything takes practice. I suppose that's true. I kind of just, like, learn on the fly. <laughs> Has worked out sometimes. Other times I've done some really stupid stuff. But, I mean, it's a lesson learned, I suppose. That's what I'm always saying. Dragon cat just walks by and rolls. Uh huh. Oh, sorry. Would, hang on. I see a dragon cat walk by. Would you have the, a book here called The Ones Who? It kind of pokes its head around the corner, and it's a orange, white, stripy cat, but with these sort of warm green dragon eyes and wings that sort of over its back. It looks at you a little perplexed, hearing the request, and its tail, its tail is twitching kind of back and forth, and then the tail just shoots straight up. Another floor? Uh-huh. Whereabouts on the floor? And the tail goes straight back down, and then up again, and then down, and then up. It rolls its eyes, and then like just kind of with its head just gestures for you to follow. Okay. Sorry. This no, let's follow the cat. Yeah, follow the cat. <laughs> dragon cat. <laughs> yeah, it's dragging us along. <laughs> this time, when you head upstairs, it's not just a spiral staircase. It's, it's a styra. It's a ramshackle pull down from the ceiling, and it kind of extends, and you're crawling up into an attic space. But there's another floor above the attic, and it's just. Yeah, they're, the refurbishments and renovations here aren't great. The cat dragon uh, just kind of bounds on up kind of fairly, fairly easily. It weaves in and out behind crates and knocks over a few kind of like pieces and just keeps kind of going. 
hops up onto a box, sits down in front of a mirror, hisses at itself, shakes its head and looks at you. And then with its tail, it points over at a small stack of books and then kind of nods at you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thanks. And I start going through the stack of books looking for the ones who... Moving over to the stack of books, you can see that it's sort of haphazardly uh, just piled up there. Uh, again, it's that sort of sense of this is somebody's house. You know, they haven't... They haven't organized these, you know, alphabetically or by that Dewey Decimal System or anything like that. And the stack is kind of stood there precariously, like there's your bigger books sitting on top of smaller books. And as you kind of start to, you know, take one off the top and you're moving through stuff and, you know, AJ's kind of like you're passing stuff to him. Like one of the books you pick up is incredibly cold to the touch. Like it's just, there's something really, really cold about it. Uh, and, and it is that thing of oh what's the no wait I've got a task to do I'm, I'm doing something I'm trying to focus uh, you find the 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 book uh, the ones who sort of wedged in the middle it's a very very simple book there's a well-worn kind of uh, time aged and colour faded fabric you know pinned across the front of it and the letters are kind of embellished a little bit though that has also faded somewhat okay i take it out and open it and start looking through it looking for Asmodian, looking for Hadana looking for anything on that to h- fill in a bit more of the information that I got previously as you're skimming through it you don't there's no mention of beings uh, Hadana or Asmodian you don't you don't see their those names at all at all and so it's not talking about gods. Uh, you give me a uh, give me a religion check or history. You could even make it a disadvantage on an investigation check if you wanted. Just uh, if you're going to continue going down the same route that you're you're doing it. Eighteen. Uh, and which was that? Was that religion or history? Um, history. It's again, it's becoming kind of apparent to you that he wasn't always he wasn't always called Asmodium she wasn't always called Hadana and you kind of you know renumerate on that a little bit and then there was something about Asmodium being the wisest of the wise so is there a, a wise one mentioned in the book and again going through it uh, and just kind of you're know, skimming the the top line the, the those, those headings it's only when you get to the back of the book where you do see mentioned one who knows all. A first one that came into being having acquired all knowledge that existed, will exist, and could exist. And it was from the questions of those who walked the the world, those who walked the earth, uh, asked uh, big questions you know what am i why do i exist what happens when we die and and little questions you know why do kangaroos have pouches why does my button have four holes in it and he had the answers for all of them and then you start to think about hadana and you know uh, what is it that she's the god of and it's love lust and all these other bits and pieces and even hedonism. You know, you could you go back to that book earlier on and you've you're kind of flicking through the pages and you come across the one who cares for love. Oh wow, so I actually never really knew her her title before, I think. And AJ, you are standing off to one side, like rifling through one or two of the books that Fia had handed to you that, you know, kind of caught your eye. Kind of win friends and influence people. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Okay, now I know this too. <laughs> Le- leaning 101. <laughs> Any particular things that stand out in that, be- like, different from what we've previously learned? So you're gathering that the book is a catalogue rather than a deep dive or history or profile into these beings. Kind of like bullet pointy almost with it. Yeah. In the author's uh, foreword, 
you do see mention of a theory uh, that they put forward that these first ones, these gods, deities, awesome beings, he believes were born out of necessity. That so great a need was there in the universe at that moment for something to take care of the world that these things were just ushered in out of chaos, out of magic, out of nothingness, but simply desire, simply a want, a wish, and a need. Right, okay. That's how you end up with the one who finds lost things, the one who looks after the night sky, the one who knows what comes next. All of these beings came out of necessity. What you glean from the one who takes care of love, the one who knows all, was that they are, and there does appear to be, sort of a power structure within it. And the one who takes care of love, the one who knows all, would sit at the top. They are, and their power seems to come from the more you have who believe in you, the more you have who need you, well then, the greater your domain, the greater your control. Okay, so after kind of taking a few notes for myself, at least like for other little bits that we didn't know, I kind of closed the book and closed my journal like, what are you reading? Oh, um, and I look at the front cover. What, um, uh... <laughs> yeah, AJ, while not wanting to seem, you know, not engaged in the, the book hunt, uh, you've managed to pick up a copy of, and you're kind of holding it sideways and reading the spine, Archibald, an anthology of illustrated adventures of a preteen young hero uh, in school and the sort of shenanigans that he and his friends get up to on a daily or bi-weekly basis, at the very least. <laughs> this mughead. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> it looks cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm kind of done looking at stuff. I don't know about you. Do you want to hang around here more or? Head to Capazambo. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. Um, head to Capazambo. Having made notes from what you've learned from the book in your journal, Fia, and just giving kind of AJ the nod, you put it back on the stack a little neater and a little less you know precarious in its organization the pair of you begin the steep descent down these stairs and stairwells of talek's library and just as you're passing out that main entrance in the the room where you first saw the dragon cat who kind of gave you directions you see that a bunch of them have kind of gathered together uh, they appear to be having a tea break Brushing it off and just kind of in good spirits, you head outside and that cold that was there earlier on has only gotten a little sharper and a soft blanket of snow is now clinging to the windowsills and ledges of the shops and taverns that line the streets around you. It's continuing to powder overhead and the skies are thick and fat and grey with snow that's just going to continue falling over the next couple of hours. Pulling your cloaks a little closer around each other, kind of the rosiness in your cheeks, your breath both catching in the air, you kind of just smile and with purpose head in the direction of Kappa's anvil with AJ leading the way. In the distance you can see plumes of smoke just roiling up into the sky and disappearing into the clouds. As usual, AJ is filling you in on all the little tidbits and notes that he has learned about Kappa's anvil and he's telling you about the various weaponsmith and armorsmith and blacksmith and smiths uh, that he knows that live and work and reside here in uh, Kappa's anvil and it kind of gets you talking about the ongoing protests and actually what is AJ's feeling on the whole thing his opinion is that they should try file to make 
the particular style of weapon and armor that they have to be protected items. So only they can make it. Um, therefore, valuing it higher, not necessarily disrupting mass market, but putting a lower, cheaper value on that. So that if it became a sort of, this is Kappa made, they would have a little bit more, only certain materials, only certain styles, only certain foraging steps. And, and Fia, you watch as like a gang of turtles uh, who are the descendants of Kappa. Now they're just his grandchildren. Um, but they're kind of listening on to uh, Ajalius. And there is, there's a small crowd of supporters as well, non-turtles that are in agreement, other uh, arti- like artisanal uh, smiths and so on, people who are so invested in their craft and what it is that they do and the worry of mass-produced goods and weapons and so on and so forth. And they are, people are really listening and are kind of enamored uh, with him as he talks. And you kind of find yourself drawn into that a little bit as well. Yeah, and I would say as well that like I feel kind of like I'm, I've now become acutely aware of the fact that it's just me and AJ going around the city, whereas for the last three weeks it's been me with the others. And I'm kind of starting to flush a little bit and freak out internally. <laughs> well... AJ, that was, you know, you've given us quite a bit to think about, uh, but you promised you'd take the petitions to the mm. council. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Uh, AJ, I don't believe you've introduced us to your... Oh, I am so sorry. And oddly, like, AJ doing business is like, he speaks straight, he's confident, and he turns like, oh, um, yeah, <laughs> well, this is, uh, <laughs> uh, this is my f- friend, fr- friend? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Fia. <laughs> Hello, uh, Fia. Hi. I'm Bobo. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you too. Uh, you're a friend? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've only just, I only arrived here in Galeshire a few weeks ago. I'm, oh, I'm from Tezrab. Tezrab? Yeah. Oh. So you're used to the city that yeah, well, not something to this magnitude, but mm. yeah, definitely. Mm. I grew up in the slums there. Oh, you just came right out there with that, didn't you? <laughs> well, I don't see a reason to be no, embarrassed by there's it. There's no reason to be ashamed of growing up in the slums. It's just that I really wouldn't start a conversation with somebody <laughs> new saying I grew up in the slums. Oh, no, no, well, I mean, I, I think then you just need to kind of review your own prejudice then, more than anything else. Pre- I haven't got. I grew up in a mud pit. <laughs> 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 then, I, then I don't see the issue coming out with it. I mean, it's where I grew up, you know. Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 Actually, I don't know. Would you know much about bows? Like for your hair? No, like for shooting arrows, bows. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I, I've been known to work on a bow. Okay, and I take off the the raven's talon from my back. This, um. This is my mother's and it can do a few different things, but there's one thing I haven't figured out that she showed me she could do with it. Um, I don't know if you'd have any knowledge of this, but she was able to turn it into two short swords. Ajalius? Yeah? I think you should probably take your friend now. Okay, Bubba. Uh, it's just getting a little bit dark. Oh, um, despite his name, I don't think he knows that much about bows. Okay. <laughs> Well, it was very nice meeting you, AJ's friend, Fia. Nice to meet you too. Oh, that's a shame. I thought the name was kind of a giveaway. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's not everyone grows up into the name that they're being given. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. it's a thing. Right. Um, well, we could ask around. I can ask around. Um, I don't like stay in the hotel when you guys go to bed, so <laughs> <laughs> I can still, like, check out on this Raven's Talon. Yeah. Okay. And Shall you need it, it to become too uh, short. Uh, okay, I put my hands on it. So that, yeah, it's my mom's longbow. Give um, me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh shit! With advantage. Killing your boyfriend already. Uh, well, neither of the dice rolls are good. It's a two and a seven. I don't know. You have my stats, <laughs> so it can't be more than a plus two. It's a plus a zero. Yeah, there you go, seven. Um, you touch the bow. Ajalius, immediately to the, it's it's cold, not just because it's cold outside and it's snowing. It is cold to the point of you feel it inside. Uh, the other thing you feel from it is a draining aura. 
something not quite right with this. This is... This bow... There's a magical essence, uh, and that's what's the block here for you. You you know, you, you have magic. You feel magic, and when you touch it, there's that connection of... It's two forces of magic colliding. This one is devouring yours. Mm. It's it's almost pulling it into a space. I don't think AJ would notice, but reactionarily he'd cast shield, uh, which would then be a leveled spell. So if I cast another one, you get to do your fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but just so you know, there it is. Not that it even helps him, but he's just like, oh, uh, cool. Uh, you can take this back. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And I take it back. Like intently looking at her and while she's holding it, like, hey. Did I? Oh, it's... Oh, it's um right. So I guess we're done at Kappa's Anvil, um, to the old castle. The old castle it is. Right this way, via. It's that like tally ho. We're heading that way, but you don't say tally ho because that's an old thing that no one says anymore. AJ, you just kind of hear uh, someone calling out your name and kind of running after you in the way that a turtle would run, and it is just a very <laughs> slow like on a skateboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jay. Hey. Uh, Jay. <laughs> and he just, can I talk with you for a second? Just, yeah, Bubba, what's up? Uh, uh, your friend and her bow. Yeah, what's with that bow? Where did she get it? Her mom. Me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She seems like a nice lady. Oh, you think so? A gentle, well, for in the 11 seconds I encountered her. That's not a good bow. Yeah, I'm getting that impression. Um, it's a bad bow. Problem, AJ. That bow wouldn't work for a good person. Well, that's impossible because I've seen for you use it. So. Oh well. If you say so. Is she okay? Sure, she's fine. I'll keep an eye on it. Um, do you know, maybe I need to go to someone else. Is there a way to, um, make a bad bow a good bow? Fire. <laughs> okay. And then you just buy a good bow. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I guess I will have to ask someone else. Huh. She, actually, no. And he thinks, but he's not going to say it to Bobo. She did say she was cursed. Maybe it's the bow. It could be the bow. Break the curse, break the bow. Easy. Okay. Simple stuff. And then maybe it'll be the two short swords. <laughs> AJ, you genius. <laughs> yeah, Fia, as you kind of plot along, you turn back and you see Ajalius talking to Bobo again for a second. And they look at you and then Ajalius kind of catches up to you. He second thought about the bow, thought maybe there was a way to turn it into swords. Turns out um, he was mistaken. Oh. It's not a good bow, by the way. I feel like I should be honest with you about that. It's um, He said it's a bad bow, um, but he's a smith. What would he know? Well, isn't it like it doesn't shoot right? Or No, I think more in a sort of, um, you know, not that there's a, but like good versus bad kind of way. Uh, it's almost kind of subjective if you think about it. Like any one society can say something's bad and good. Um, so I wouldn't, just let me know if you're okay. I think so. I mean, I'm just kind of annoyed that I can't do some of the abilities of it that my mom was able to do. So I'm a good person. I don't really know her. Oh, ditto. <laughs> yeah. Um, she only kind of came back into my life a few weeks ago. And then she gave you this boat at the same time? No, I found that in a house. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but she said I could have it. So I guess it is mine. I don't know. But yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. I can chew with it, but the other stuff I haven't figured out yet. I'm not going to do this without your permission, but um, I do trust Bobo from a from a craft work point of view. Um, 
if there was a way to turn a bad bow into a good bow, would you like me to find out? Yeah. Sweet. Good. Oh. <laughs> well, on to your castle then. Let's go. <laughs> morning turning into afternoon afternoon is turning into kind of late evening and the ye old castle uh, has a nice crowd of tourists even now there's very little of the old galeshire castle still standing there's a center hallway some antechambers and some of the surrounding defensive walls a couple of statues some of the original trees the moat is still very much there but the moat is just a hole with water in it and um, that's easy to keep you see gardeners construction workers all kind of filing around working away and kind of put it's beginning to put their tools away for the end of the day a lot of the bulk of the tourists have kind of shuffled out they're heading now to the pubs and restaurants for a bite to eat and a show or two so it's fairly quiet around the ye old castle you can see via kind of bubbling a little bit because she's read the story about the the king and queen who fell in love here and he proposed to her here and stuff from all the different stories that she's read so she's very excited to be around the old castle so she just see her she's kind of like hopping a little bit as she walks Thea can I ask you something sure yeah uh, ties his shoelace um, and gets back up these old ca- um, see these statues here yeah and, and be honest do you know the heroes well yeah I had an idea about like a statueless plinth uh, but it would be dedicated to heroes. And so when people see it, they could see themselves there. Not someone who existed, but someone who they could become. Do you think that's... Is that a stupid idea? No, that's actually kind of really cool. Okay. It gives some people something to aspire to. Like, it's cool and all having old statues of, like, old heroes and stuff to aspire to. But then also, like, here's your opportunity as well. Yeah, and I suppose it's for all the heroes that have, um, you know, sacrificed themselves and not... Their names weren't written down. Or... Um, have all the unspoken heroes like an entire city of people who you know that would be too many statues like far too many statues that would be a lot but one place for them would be perfect yeah I guess it's just you maybe have to have like a, a plinth or something on it to explain the reasoning to why there is like you know a little tag or something yeah otherwise people might think it's like under construction or something yeah mm, okay I'll work that into my plan oh shoot I was meant to deliver this before the apartment closed Ah, oh, goddammit, AJ. Um, okay, remind me tomorrow to give this petition to the Parliament, because I did promise them I would. Uh, but it's definitely closed. Uh, maybe they have a letterbox. No, it's too important. I'll hold on to it. Just remind me. And he stuffs it into his pocket. There was two more things. The night market. He has kind of gone quiet and awkward. <laughs> Are you okay, Just looking around. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did I say something? No. Sorry. <laughs> no. It's okay. Are you sh- I feel like I said something. No, it's not you. No, it's fine. Um. Hey, did you like me? Yeah, of course. Not that way. Like, like me. Or uh, something. Oh... Oh, um... It's okay if you don't, it's just... No, I... Can I tell you something? Yeah. Every night since we got to Yaleshire, um, I normally can't sleep, and I'll tell you about that a different day, um, but there's a place called the the Worm's Ear. They're sort of an apothecary, so I've never been before, but they sing music about things that I don't understand and I've been going and listening to them and they've been kind of putting into words things I don't know how to express Uh, that's how I feel about you Fia looks down her feet for a second and then I reach into my backpack into my journal and I take out a picture that I've been working on and it is a sketch of the mistletoe that I got originally I've been and you can see that like she's been working on it a while and it's been erased and rubbed around and all sorts of things but I hand it over to AJ (laughs) did you draw this? it took a while (laughs) it's really good thanks um, 
this... And it really dawns on him what this is. He's like, oh. What? Um, AJ once read about this in a book. Um, so he... And I have no clue what it is. Holds the piece of paper up and leans against a wall. What are you uh, doing? But just above Fia. Um, is it okay if I... What? leans in, like, a little bit. I just nod. <clears throat> I'm very sorry, but the park's closing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's just we forgot to get home, and we've all been watching, and this has gone on a bit long now. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind, you can go up the hill. There's plenty of spots up there. Uh, um, okay. uh, sorry, we. Uh, you're right, you should be going home. Um... Uh, thank you for this picture. Um, I'll get you something. Thanks. Okay. To the, um, to the, to the night market? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. The rest of the evening, I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> the rest of the evening, it's really awkward. It's that... Shuffling of like, oh, fuck the moment, <laughs> and fuck that groundskeeper, and uh, it, it, you're trying to show her that there, there's a, a really interesting fortune teller lady, and there's a charcuterie board shop. Uh, they're fresh out of the meat for they've got plenty of the boards. There's lots of things, Fia, and you do you pick up a couple of pieces here for Quillo that you know he might like. And you're walking around with a bag or two and AJ offers to take them and it's, no, no, it's okay. And it's just very quiet now. And you both have this, just this like pit in your stomachs, breath catching in your lungs. And it's each time you kind of look at each other, it is that like instant like flush uh, in your faces and the, the look away and the the smile or the like the, the, just the fluttering in your heart. But that moment doesn't, Recreate. It doesn't happen again. And the night market is busy. You sit down and have a bite to eat. You're having a roast milk tea. And it's just... And there's lots of little cakes and some savoury bits. And it's it's lovely and it's great. And there's some music playing. And all of it is great. And it's wonderful for you. And it's exactly what you'd hoped the night market would be. But it's not what you'd hoped the night would lead to. And hoping... AJ, that the the others have somehow fandangled their way back to the hotel. There is that I best go back and check, and if not, I'm going to have to send people out and, and whatnot. And there's a part of you that's elated, and there's a part of you that's disappointed. As the night kind of rolls on, when you head back to the Grand Galeshire Hotel, there's no sign of Kael or Hephaesta. Ivan is back in his room, uh, sound asleep. There's a couple of flyers for Peggy's ponies, kind of stuffed under his door. You go and alert the guards via mm. you head back to your room. I do two things. I yeah, don't think technically this is how this works. But if I've seen them in the last minute, and I'm hoping that like a picture of them will count, I can mm. fire seeking arrows. Yeah. So I just want to fire two arrows up into the night sky with a little note saying, get the fuck back to the hotel. <laughs> and then it's straight over to the Worm's Ear uh, songs in a minor scale to hope they sing something sad. <laughs> no. Again, it's that like, I'm annoyed and I'm upset and those two aren't here and then they need to be here. The arrows go up and you you make a, a beeline uh, uh, for uh, the Worm's Ear. And it is that weird, that weird energy fear that you like, it's restlessness. It's that like, I really wish I'd asked him at the book shop or the library, or I said something at Kappa's Anvil or said something at the start, not at, not at the end or something at the night market, something. But the night rolls on and you can't sleep. So you you get up and you find your bow and you head down to the garden to start practicing. What Bobo had said, what Ajalius had said about it, 
you kind of you kind of want to learn a little bit more about what it is that this can do and you you step out your bare feet onto the lawn and draw the bow you fire an arrow and another arrow and another arrow they all strike the tree but you feel lost uh, in this moment you don't feel like it's it, you can almost see yourself doing all of these things and Adelia says you return to the hotel uh, the seeking arrows one hit its target and Kyle as you were making your way back to the Grand Gaelshire Hotel an arrow thunks into uh, the beam of a doorway and uh, a message from Adelius ordering you back the Grand Gaelshire Hotel you were going that way anyway uh, and uh, his orders be damned but the other arrow returns to you Adelius as you return to the hotel it never found Hephaestus As you, as you are about to step inside, you hear the very, very familiar sound of arrows cutting through the air. And it's coming from behind the hotel in the gardens. And there outside in her bare feet and in a nightgown, you see Fia with the raven's talon firing arrow after arrow into the trunk of a tree. I have had a little bit too much to drink tonight. And so I will go to my room before I say something I regret. You take one last look at her. The the worm brandy um, warm in your stomach. You turn on your heel and you head inside. And Fia, for a moment, you thought there was somebody there. And as you go to reach for another, you turn... And standing just a couple of feet behind you, Una. Fia, you're safe. Mom, what are you? I'm, I'm in the city for work, sweetheart. How'd you find me? You're my daughter. That doesn't answer the question. You have my bow. Right. What's the matter? Nothing. Fia. Nothing. You don't have to tell me. But I can tell. Your heart is heavy. I just turn and I start firing arrows again. She takes a stand beside you. She draws her bow. And she just starts firing as well. You've been listening to Romancing the Dungeon with Amber, Sam, James, Louise, Ben and me, Declan, your Dungeon Master. That's it for another episode. We're back again in two weeks time. As always, a special thank you to Ghost of Red Mountain for our theme song Haunted. Ralph is redacted for our title card and artwork. And Eilish for her incredible work. That's in my cat in the background. You can just ignore him. I yeah, that just I I, I don't do these at the table anymore. So we just we record these on the fly. Uh, as I was saying, a special thank you as well to Eilish for her work uh, on the D8 socials. Uh, you can check us out on social media actually at D8 Dungeon everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all there. We have a pretty cool Discord server as well. If you want to drop in and chat about the show meet the creators and uh share memes share recipes it's it's a pretty cool space uh we've uh, a lot going on uh, at the moment again we've our twitch channel which you can check out at twitch.tv forward slash d8 dungeon and uh look until then i hope you are i hope you are doing good i hope you're doing well i hope you enjoyed the episode and uh if you did if you did enjoy the episode and you have a few minutes spare, would love if you would leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to this to that really helps us grow and reach new audience members. And uh, yeah, take care and uh, we will see you in two weeks time for another one. Bye.
I said. <laughs> That's what I'm wrecking my brain for. <laughs> it's just been make three em. weeks. Make them. 